Okay, so we're holding on the Gemara on the Gimelamid Aleph. <coughs> right now, um, we've explained a stance of Rava. The Rava held that regarding Gitin, there's no concept of Enes. So even though we saw, according to Rashi, the way that the, the, the Rashi understood the Gemara was that even though we saw regarding the dinner of Yusuf and Agazman, that there is a concept of Enes, and that concept of Enes would say, and even though the 12 months lapsed, since it lapsed by onus, you have an exemption from paying the chi of mezenas. Regarding gitin, we don't really care that when it comes to a get, once there was a condition, once the condition was fulfilled, the relevant of the condition was fulfilled by onus or biratzon. Either way, that is considered like the condition of the get is fulfilled. And if that's the case, then the get would go through. That's Rav's first stance. The Gemara now has an Ika Amri, an Ika Meimar. And this Ika Amri, so we have another opinion that Rabbah didn't say, Einan is begitten. Rabbah actually said, Yesh is begitten. So let's go through this Gemara now. So it says in the Gemara, Ika Amri Amar Rabbah, some that said that Rabbah claimed Vechina Inyan Gittin. That the same is true regarding the concept of Gittin, the Dinim of Gittin. Alma, and if that's true, that this concept applies also to the Indian Gitin, the concept of onus applies to Gitin as well. So Amla Kasabar Ravishin is begin. So it must be then that Rava holds of a concept of anus even regarding Gitin. And that's Rava's statement. We're making now a, uh, a stance. Rava's stance, the principles that he's deriving, is that onus applies even to Gitin. Now, challenges the Gemara Misvei. A person says, this is your get, if you don't come back from now until the next 12 months. And he dies in those 12 months. So, right, so Ruvin gives Sarah's wife a get, and he says, this get should take effect in 12 months from now if I don't come back. And he died within those 12 months. So says the Gemara, ain't a get, it's not a get. So the Gemara infers, Mace, who ain't a get. The statement is specifically said regarding mace. But if he got sick and he didn't return within those 12 months because he got sick, then it works as a get. And that's a kasha, because if he's sick, that means it's an onus. So if the reason he didn't come back was due to an onus, how can that be considered a fulfillment of the condition in order to say that the get goes through? The fact he was sick, it was an onus, should prevent the get from working. Kasha on you, Rava, who says, Yeshon is begitten. So he answers the Gemara, Really, I tell you, Even if the guy was sick and didn't come back because he was sick, it's not a get. Why not? Because it was an anus. Aye, so why does it say mace then in the Mishnah? That's coming to teach me a different principle, that we don't say, that we don't say there's a get la'achemisa. But it's not coming to teach me onus specific, so onus will know out because that's true. Yeshun is begin. I have a kasha from the Mishnah. The Mishnah is not a kasha. It's teaching me a different principle. It's teaching me the principle of inget la'achemisa that a get can't take effect in a time period where the person that's creating the, the divorce for already passed away. So yes, the Gemara inget la'achemisa. You're telling me that the din of the Mishnah is teaching me the principle of Inget Nachemisa, Hatan We already know that from the beginning part of the Mishnah, the first part of the Mishnah. So the Gemara says, nah, that first part of the Mishnah is not coming to teach me 
the din of Ege and Achemisa, Maybe it's coming to exclude Rabbi Seinu, like we saw earlier on Beis Amad Beis, that Rabbi Seinu held like Rabbi Yossi, that Zman al-Shashtar Mechiyachalov, that the fact that he wrote a star, that it gets said, I'm divorcing you, I'm giving you the get on a, on, on Rish Chidosh Nisun, and the get should take effect on Chavtes Adar if I don't come back. So the fact that he wrote in that fashion... That you wrote that it should take effect twelve months later. It should take effect twelve months later if I don't go back. So how come you don't write it just to take effect on Chavtes Aldar? Why did you write Rish Chedesh Nisan? The fact that Rish Chedesh Nisan reveals to us that you wanted to work the Mafreya. So maybe the Rish of the Mishnah is coming left Fukir Rabbi Seinu. Don't say Zman of Shashtam You can't infer anything from the fact that the Zman of the Ksilas Hashtar was written. And therefore, we don't have a principle for, we don't have a source for the concept of Inget Nachemisa. And maybe that whole source of Inget Nachemisa is coming from the Seifa. And therefore, we don't have a kasha on the stance of Rava. Now, continues the Gemara. Tashma, a new proof, a new kasha on Rava that Yesha in his begin. So, Me'achshav imlei basim ra'adkan v'adshnei basal chidesh. A person, Ruvin, gives Sarah his wife a get and says the get should take effect now, from now, from Rish Chedesh Nisan, if I, Ruvin, don't come back within the next 12 months. And he dies within those 12 months. Now, says the Gemara, how is a get? This works. It works. The get works. Now, why does the get work? The get works because when the get takes effect, he was still alive. So it works even though we see that he passed away. So says the Gemara, that which he didn't come back within those 12 months is due to the fact he died. My love, who had din lachala? Is that not true even if he was to get sick and the sickness was prevented him from coming back? Because either way, there was an anus here that prevented him from coming back. And we see, therefore, that the get works even if the reason why he didn't come back was due to the fact that he was sick. And if the get works, even though he was sick, we see that even though you're an onus, even though he's unable to come back, nonetheless, the get works still, and therefore it's a, a proof that onus begin. Kashani Ravo says the Gemara Loi, it's not a proof, it's not true. Meistafka, when he's sick, the get doesn't work. And why not? Because the onus begin. Aye, so why does it work by Meis? That's specific, because there, there's a swara, the leinichalei, the tipul kamiyavam. He's not happy with the fact that his wife should fall to Yibum. And since he doesn't want his wife to fall to Yibum, maybe that's why he wrote the get in the first place. So therefore, if he dies, for sure he wants the get to take effect. But if he's sick, there he wants the onus to prevent the get from taking effect. And therefore, nothing doing. Continues the Gemara now, a third kasha. There's a guy who said to his wife, Here's a get. Ruben gives Sarah the get, and he says, "This get is yours if I don't come back within the next thirty days." Also, be safe to us and he came at the end of the thirty days. Upos came of and it became high tide, and the river didn't allow him to cross over to the other side, and he couldn't. He couldn't uh, go back. He couldn't have a beer. He couldn't go back to his wife, and stop the get from taking effect. So what did he do? See that I came, see that I came. Don't let the get take effect. There's an onus here. It's not called like he came. So here we see a tremendous onus, 
And nonetheless, comes along Shmuel and says, nothing doing. Even though it's a tremendous onus, nonetheless, the get works. So we see, clear, ain't onus begitten. Says the Gemara, no. It's not a proof. Why? Because it's an unsa de shchiach shiny. It's a common, it's a frequent onus. And they came to boy last new they asked me. And since he should have realized that it's very likely that it would be high tide when he comes back, it's high tide twice a day. And he didn't make that conditional. He didn't say, if I come back within the 30 days and if I try to come back, but it's high tide, it's also considered like I'm coming back. He didn't make that condition. And he would have seen enough shay. He himself lost out. Therefore, that's not considered like a legitimate illness which prevents the get from taking effect. So that's the basic read of the Gemara. Now, on the basic read of the Gemara, we have quite a few questions. Number one, we just had um, a discussion here on Beis Amad Beis of Einunas Begitten. Einunas Begitten brought all the same exact Gemaras, Mamash, all the same exact Gemaras, and presented them. The Gemara over here is presenting the same exact Gemaras. What's the redundancy? What's the chat here? What's the fundamental distinction that's going on between Beis Amad Beis and Gemara Amad Aleph? Number two, whatever the distinction is between the two sugyas, so now there's a tremendous nathkamina, right? Is there oinus begitten or einus begitten? We have two takes in rabba, and we have no way to go ahead and determine which one is true. So if I were to ask you, you you have to be the rabbi. You learned both gemaras. You saw the gemara beis and beis, and you saw the gemara gemara aleph. Now, which one of those gemaras would you think the halacha should be like? You make a decision. You think that we should say Ainun is begitten, or we should say Yeshun is begitten. Which one, which Gemara was more convincing? That's uh, a different question. Obviously, you have to exp- have an explanation for that. You can't just say, oh, I like the Kama, I like the Shnabasra. Why is it? What's convincing about it? What's the advantage of one over the other? That's question number two. Question number three is that it's very, very clear that. The Rav is making this din of Onis Begitten dependent on the Gemara earlier, right? The Gemara says, V'chein Inin Gitten. What's the V'chein Inin Gitten? V'chein Inin Gitten means that whatever we're comparing it to, we're prepared to something we already said. There's a concept of Inis that we've already discussed. And that's true already also regarding Gitten. Why in the world, why in the world do I have to make this sugya dependent on the previous sugya? We know there's a Pasuk. Rashi about the Pasuk already. There's a, a, the Makor, Bekulatarakula. We have an overarching principle which applies always. There's something called Enes. It was said in, in regarding Arias, right? That someone forced himself on a Naira Marasa there. She's an Enes. We don't punish her. That applies now across the board. So why in the world? Why in the world? Do I need to source Yesh Onis Begitten in a Gemara? I'm a Rava. The Gemara should say, I'm a Rava. You should know Yesh Onis Begitten. Dixiv. Will a Nairo Leisasadava period. No kashas, no answers, nothing. It's not a discussion. It's a Pasuk. So when it came to Beis Amad Beis, we're discussing Ain Onis Begitten. And there's an overarching principle called Onis that applies by Kulitarakula. And now you want to tell me it doesn't apply. I understand very clearly why you have to source that. That makes a lot of sense to me. But here, we're not this, this, this is not an issue. The issue is Yeshua must begin. Yeshua must begin. That's the most basic thing in the world. The same way there's onus when someone forces you to eat chazer chazer shalom. The same way there's onus when 
someone is uh, is not able to daven and they can make tashlumen. Right? All these things have onus. So here also there's an onus. Why not? Who told you otherwise? Like the source in a different gemara? Pelaplay? Mamash a pelaplay. So now that these are these three questions I want to start off the sugi with. Let's see Rashi. Let's see Tesfus. We're going to ask a few more questions and we're going to try to break into the Inyanim here. It's Mamash a beautiful sheet of Kabetzas we're going to go through together. It's Mamash Kafta Vatherlach. It was a chizik for me because you saw that we're not doing something new, that all the all the, the Rishenim were bothered by questions. The Rishenim built Mahalachim, they made Diyukim. It's Mamash a beautiful piece. But let's take it one step at a time. So comes along Rashi. What's the Vechenia in Ningitin? Alafikach koi. It's going on alafikach. What's the fikach? So, if you haven't remembered, all the way back on Beis Amad Aleph, so we saw that it was Yigiyaz Man Velenisis. So, Mitoch She'ina Yachol, Lichnis, Eina Maila Mazenis. We saw an Oynis, due to a Takanas Chachamim, prevents the Chiv Mazenis. So, says Rav Yosef, the fikach, therefore, Cholohu, Elchol Sehi, Oshapir Sanida, Eina Maila Mazenis. The lefikach of Rav Yosef and the Lishnekama of the Ptor Mazenis. That what? That it's not called the Baal's not being Ma'akiv, and therefore you don't have to pay Mazenus. Why? Because of an Onus. There's a concept called Onus. So Vechin Ne'ningitin means the same way that reviews have saw there's a concept, an overarching concept called Onus that creates a Ptor Mazenus. So too, there's an ending of Onus regarding Gitin. Detayin and Tainus Onus Betnai Haget Lafkiel. And that we can claim Onus in order to dissolve a Get. Unbelievable. That's Rashi. Now, again, Rashi is not addressing why we need that. That's Mamash, one of the most basic questions here. Why do we need that? So, even before, even before Rabbeinu Khan, it's, it's, I don't know, let's see Tesis. It says Tesis, Ikita Ami Amarilba Vechina Inigitin, Pasak Rabbeinu Khananil, Kilishnekama, the Inunis Begitin. Rabbeinu Khananil Paskins, like the Lishnekama, Inunis Begitin. Now, where is Rabbeinu Hananel coming from? He brings a proof from the fact that the Gemara in the fourth parak in Gittin brings There was a guy who says, if I don't marry you within the next 30 days, then this guy should be yours. Meaning to say, a guy was a Makadosh lady, and after Kedushin, he goes over to her and says, listen, I have to go away. I want to do Nesuin, but I'm not sure if I'm coming back. Here's your get. If I don't come back within 30 days and marry you, then you're a free lady. So, what's the din there? The Gemara says, Ah, you didn't come back. Ah, you didn't come back. Why? What prevents him from coming back? You're going to say it's an inus, says the Gemara. Inus begitten. There's no din of inus begitten. There's no din. Inus begitten. We don't care about it. So now, continues. Number That's number one for Bain Hanan. He thinks he has a Gemara. Says Tisvis now midas atzmo vechin nira, and so too it seems that Rabbi Nochananel is true, even irrelevant of, even irrelevant of the Gemara and Gittin. Why? Daliba deika da amri havu pirchim mikol hani demaisa siyata lishnikami. That according to the ika da amri, the second take Yeshon is begitten of Rava. It's a kasha from all those which the lishnikama brought as a proof. And we're not going to rely on a Shni Dechiki. Now, what in the world does Tirsus mean by that? So let's, let's flush it out. We started off. What's the difference between the Sugyas 
on daf beis and beis and the sugi on daf gimel and aleph. So it seems to me, Pashat, that the difference is as follows: according to the lishna kama that enoin is begitten, all the different cases that we're bringing are proofs. We have a bunch of proofs. I'm making a claim enoin is begitten, and the pashtus I can make an inference. I can make a deal from from. You know, all these three different sources, two Mishnais and a Gemara, that Be'etzem Einon is begitten. Now, you have a way to wiggle out of it. It's true. It's true. You have a way to wiggle out of it. And therefore, it's not an ironclad proof. But, but, <laughs> there's a for sure inclination. Yeah, there's a meaning here. This sounds like a great proof. Great proof. Oh, you can get out of it. A great proof. You can get out of it. Great proof. You can get out of it. Fine. I don't have anything Mukhruch. Elamai, what's Mukhruch? Aswara. Afkeinu. But according to. The, the Lishna Basra. According to Lishna Basra, what's the claim? You're claiming Yishun is beginning, I have a Kasha on you. Oh, you can wiggle out of the Kasha? Fine. I, but I have another Kasha on you. Ah, you can wiggle out of that Kasha? Okay, fine. You wiggled out. But I have another Kasha on you. Oh, you can wiggle out of it also. So you're right. I can't mamish uproot you entirely. But I have so many Kashas on you that you're good. You can wiggle out. But if you have so many Kashas and you have so many bad answers... So now if I have to go ahead and I have to put on my rabbinical cap and I said, oh, you know what? Let's decide. What's the halacha like? Lishna kama, lishna basra. So my inclination is going to be like lishna kama because there I have beautiful supports. I, it's not 100% ironclad. Correct. Agreed. It's not ironclad, but it's a support nonetheless. I, you have another explanation? Good, but I have kashas. These kashas are gewaldic. I, you can wiggle out? You've wiggled out. So it comes along tesis and says something gishmak. Tosa says, you know what? Really? Rabbi Nechanan al-Paschal is like Lishna Kama. Why? He has a Gemara Gittin. But claims Tosa even without that, that's what it seems like. Why? Very simple. Because the Lishna Kama has proof after proof. They're not ironclad, but it's a lot of them. And the Gishmak. Ah, you wiggle out, you wiggle out of his proofs. But the Lishna Basra, Kasha after Kasha. Ah, you wiggle out, but the Kashas are better than the answers. So I can't uproot you, but... If I have to choose the halacha, the halacha is like Lishna Kama. So now before we go on to the next part of Tesis, already at this point, I want to go ahead, I want to ask a question. Number one, this taste is very interesting. Tesis starts off, Psak halacha. Psak halacha. Now, normatively, Tesis, for sure, up until now, you know, we've been learning this year, Masechus Brachos, the seventh parak. We learned the first daf and a quarter of Ksubis. We've not seen a tesis that comes along. Starts off the halacha is as follows. We had a, we had a tesis that told us halacha. This explains a sugya. He compares our sugya to other sugyas. He qu- asks questions. We know you sugya. Tesis comes along. Halacha is like this. Why is Tosis getting involved in halacha? Who told? And even if he wants to get involved in halacha, let it be built out from the sugya. This is not building out from the sugya. It comes to us posak rebbeinu chananel. Who asked you what the psak was? Tesis. We want to know how to learn up the Gemara. So what's number one is bothering? Why in the world is Tesis starting with rebbeinu chananel? Who, who? Yeah. Why is he acting out of the out of the norm of the explaining a Gemara and telling us halacha? That's the first question I want to pose on Tesis. Number two, the question I want to pose. Is that Rashi told us the Vechainin Gitin is a Lafikoch Koi. It's going on the dinner of Yosef. The Vechainin Gitin is going on the dinner of Yosef. Is that true in the world of Tesfis? 
Tosis didn't explain to me. The Tosis explained to me the Pesach Halachas like Rabbi Nachmanel. So now, does that have any kind of bearing on how Tosis learned the Vechin Nigitin? That's the question number two I want to pose with us, Tosis. So question number one is why is he bringing Rabbi Nachmanel? The question number two is that the Vechin Nigitin is that the same as Rashi's Vechin Nigitin? Or is it a different Vechin Nigitin? And if it's different, is that relevant to the fact that he starts off with the Pesach Halacha like Rabbi Nachmanel? Now, once we're talking about Rashi and the Fikach, I think there's a third question we can ask. This one's on Rashi, not on Tesfus. This question would be that if Rashi is understanding the Gemara saying, and the both times Rashi says, on Beis on Beis, he says, and Rashi here says, we know. What's in the fikach koy that Rav Yisuf says the p'tur oynes by chalahu chalsiya piyasanida? As as far as my memory serves me, that was there were two lishenis in the Gemara. The Gemara lishne kama that any type of oynes is going to create a p'tur from a zaynis, but according to lishne basra we had a suffix. We had a suffix. Chalahu we had a suffix. Chalsiya we had a suffix. Piyasanida shalei b'shasvesta we had a suffix. All of these were sfekos. So if that's true that all of these are sfekos. It is the fact that Rashi twice now references and Lafikach Koy is telling me all of these are yeah, that's the Lishnakama. Is that revealed to me that Rashi Paskins like the Lishnakama in that previous Sugya? Can I make such a diuk or not? Those are the three questions that I want to deal with two in Tisvis and one in Rashi. So now that being said, I, wanna, I just want to read for you Ashita Mikubetsis. I'm going to become a translator at this point. I'm not going to say anything on my own. But the Shittim Kometsis is coming along. He's going to explain. He's going to answer up every one of our questions. Unbelievable. So says the Shittim, And so too regarding the Dinim of Gitin. We can make a diuk here. Why in the world does the Gemara have to make the Din of Yesh Ones dependent on a previous Sugya? Pshita Vadai, it's obvious to Tain and Tainus Enes. That we should make such a claim. Obviously, we there's a claim of Oynes. Shekin matzina b'Torah, shenemar v'lahayler s'san dover. It's a pasuk. So obviously, obviously, that's the, the din's going to apply. Why would I think otherwise? We could aparuch le'il, and this this claim is so good that the Gemara itself asked this kasha. The Gemara said, "Mi'ik emidim derayis adalai have a get to mishum tzmosa prutzes sharin eishis es alma." What was that question? Let me deraisa. It's not a get. Midaraisa, it's not a get. No, pause. Midaraisa, why is it not a get? Says Rashi. So it's clear that the Gemara is assuming that on a Midaraisa level, obviously, obviously, illness applies. Yeah? So it explains the Shita. We said earlier, we said, therefore, if he got sick, Alma, and the fact that Rav Yusuf had to say, we can see from there. The Havi Matzin and the Meber, we would be able to say, We don't make a claim of Einus. That there was some reason that we'd have thought that it doesn't apply. Aye, what was that reason? We don't know yet. But we'd have thought it doesn't apply. Therefore, Yosef had to say, No, you should know what? So too, Rava over here also says, So too, regarding Gittin, the din of Onus applies. 
And that's what Rashi meant to say when he said, Lafikach Koy. That when he said Lafikach Koy, there was some kind of Svara to indicate that we onus maybe wouldn't apply. The same way Rav Yusuf had a Svara that onus wouldn't apply regarding the Din of Mazenus. And that we're saying is not true. Lafikach, onus does apply. Lechinin onus does apply. To exclude, to circumvent, to uproot that, that under, under the unexpressed Havamina that it wouldn't have applied. Now, continues the Shita. You should know that Rabbi Nechananel paskin like the Lishna Kama, that there's no Unus begitten. Alma, so it must be then, it must be that logically it has to be, that what's the reason at the end of the day that we say, the reason is due to Tznuas and Prutsas. Wow, Tznuas and Prutsas is a very strong swara. It has to be that that's the halacha. Like we said earlier, Hilkoch, and therefore, since we have such a good swara, we have such a Geshmaka swara called Tznuas and Prutsas, Therefore, we needed support. Rav needed support from that which we said earlier. And therefore, we said, we say, meaning to say, the same way when it came to the din of Mizaynus, that for some reason I could have said that almost wouldn't apply. Nonetheless, Rav Yosef comes along and says, So too, we have a svarov regarding Gitin. That getting the svara pshuta should be enonus begitten. Why? Because there's a concept called snuas and prutzus. To that, Rava says vechein against the svara of snuas and prutzus. That what? That there is onus. There is onus, and therefore comes along Rashi and says alafikoch koi. The same way Rav Yosef undermined the the hanacha pshuta. That what? That it wouldn't be considered an onus regarding mazenus. So too. Rav is undermining the Svar Pshuta that there's no concept of getting, there is a concept of getting. And the Gemara is clear from the Gemara itself, because what's the Gemara say? The Gemara says, according to Rav, Yesh Onus. What's that mean? Only Rav held there was Onus. But we don't hold that. We don't hold that. And if that's not true, why does the Gemara have such a lengthy discussion? I understand according to Lishna Kama, the Rashba, we didn't see it, the Shita brought it, there's a Rashba, we can say the Rashba, but we don't say that. I'm sorry, but here, the Lishna Basra, the Lishna Basra, why do we have to be so verbose? Just say, you know what? <laughs> Why? It's like he said. So continues the sheet of it. You should know it's not normative for Tesis to pass on Halacha. Rather, he explains the Sugyos. That's what we understood from our teachers. All of a sudden, Tzitzis comes out swinging. The Pesach Halach is like Lishna Kama. But based off everything I said, says the Shita, it makes sense why. That based off the answer, the Pesach Rebbeinu Chananel, 
So we've explained this, the, 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 the words of Rava, like he explained. Where are you going to say, when I'm Rashid Rashi, the Tirat's Binyan Acher? He said something different. Because he wrote, because it's going on the Fikach. It's not based off the Svar of Snus and Prutus. And like we wrote, like Hatikasha. How come we have a difficulty? How come we need all this discussion? The Gemara, the backs and forth. Say Pasha, the Inanis begin. I wrote this to you earlier in my commentary, says Ashita, in the name of the Ra'a. The only time we say Yeshunas begin is when the condition was fulfilled. And you're coming to go ahead and say that the Tanai is not good because the reason it was fulfilled was due to an onus. Like he says, it's going to work if right now, I don't come back from now until 12 months from now. Then you get. Then it should be a get. Venenos. And he has an onus and doesn't come. But if he says, if I do come back, it should be a get. Venenos. Now an onus happens. And he doesn't come. So what? There we're going to say, onus made it like he came. Says the sheet in no way. The divrakul in onus. Everyone agrees in that circumstance there's no onus. Why? Shakim and Shinis battle, since since the condition wasn't fulfilled, even though it was not fulfilled, it was negated due to an onus, we can't say what, that it was like it wasn't a battle. It's not true. Because at the end of the day, the condition wasn't fulfilled. Hilkoch, therefore, the kachka omar vechenen gitin. That's why the Gemara says vechenen gitin. The daf kudumi de lefikach de leil, because we need a case a tenai which is comparable to the fikach earlier. Shneskaim a tenai shis nochachomim. That the condition that the sages affixed was that was which was fulfilled. Dainuik yizman v'leil nosul. Like the time came and they didn't get married. Machmas einus huda aminan. Hocha yish einus begin. That's the only case over here that will say Yeshenes begin. And a case specifically where the condition is that they don't do something. Then he gives man And then he didn't come due to an oinus. But if the condition doesn't happen, but doesn't happen due to an oinus, then we won't say the onus makes it as if it did happen. The whole reason we're saying it is only in a type of condition where, where the condition was a passive, but it was an active, something had to happen, there we wouldn't say yesh onus. So now, let's plug it in. That was a translation of the shita. Let's go ahead now and apply it back to us. So he says something mamash unbelievable. He says... You should know. Let's talk first in the world of Tesfus. Because he talks in the world of Tesfus. He says, you know what? Comes along Tesfus and says something which is not normal. What's he say? A halacha. Tesfus starts off with a halacha. Now why is that halacha so important? So says the Shita. That halacha has to be so important because if we're going ahead now and we're saying a din of yesh illness, Be'etzim, we shouldn't have to prove that. We don't have to prove Yeshonis. Yeshonis is a Pasuk. And the Gemara goes at length in actually to prove that. So why is that? 
So it says the shita must be something that's unique about this case. So what's unique about it? it says the shita, it seems that, you know, there probably is, it has to be some kind of assumption. The assumption is probably that anonis begin. And if the assumption is anonis begin, then I would need Rava to teach me yeshonis. So where is that assumption coming from? So says the Shita, that's why Rabbeinu Hananel started off, let's Paskan like Lishnakama. We Paskan like Lishnakama. Whoa, we Paskan like Lishnakama. Lishnakama is a Svara. So says the Shita, therefore, it's clear that there's a Svara Pshuta here. And even though we know there's a concept, we call it Tarakula, that we apply the principle of Onus. Here, for a specific reason regarding Gitin, we wouldn't apply that Svara. Why would we apply that din? Because logic dictates otherwise. Logic dictates we should say ain't on this begin because of a svara of tzimus and prutzas. To undermine that svara, says the shita, that's why we have to go ahead and say the chein that even though there is a svara of tzimus and prutzas, nonetheless, nonetheless, we still say onus, yesh onus, even in light of that svara. That being said, the, the fact that the Gemara starts off, the Chine Inigitin, that we say Ones, is not going back on the Fikach. It's not a response to the Fikach. We don't need a Fikach here. We need that the same way that, what's the Vechein? The same way that we saw before, there was a Svara that taught me that really we should say Ones doesn't apply. Here I'm going to say Ones applies. The Chine's a, re- a reaction to the Svara of Tzimus and Prutzos. That's the din, that's how Tus is going to learn. Whereas Rashi, it's a whole different type of sugya. Rashi, the sugya is, we have a din of Ones. Ones, we found already, on Bezim and Aleph, Rav Yosef, the Fikach. Now, comes along Rava and says, you know, every Ones isn't going to work here. Because we have two different conditions that could work out. We could have a condition that in order for the get to go through, you have to do something, you have to do an action, you have to be proactive, you have to come back. That's one type of condition you can make, and there's a different type of condition that you can make. You can make a condition that I don't come back. If I don't come back, so then, then what? Then the get should be good. So now, if that's the case, so comes along Rava and says you should know Ones works. Ones works by getting. But which type of onus? Which type of onus works by Gittin? Says Rashi, Elefikach Koy. It's going on the case of the Fikach. What was the case of the Fikach? The case of the Fikach was Yigiyazman Velay Nisul. It was something which was passive, something that didn't happen. Elefikach Koy. So says the Shita, what did Rashi mean? Elefikach Koy. He didn't mean that we found another case of onus, and we found another case of onus. No, onus we know, it's an overarching principle. Alafikach Koy is telling us which type of onus works. Which type of onus is applicable? Only an onus of Igizman Nisu. What's an onus of Igizman Nisu? A passive onus. An onus where the Kimatanai comes by not doing something. And even though I didn't do something, nonetheless, the condition's fulfilled. There, here, specifically in a case where the condition is not doing something, if that happens, that's fulfilled vis a vis an onus, then, if that's the case, Mazel Tov. They're divorced. It works. It goes through. Why? Because that would be an Enos begin. Yeshua must begin. The get's prevented. The get, even though it happened, but Onus. Even though it happened without an action. 
That's the Chiddush of Rashi. That's the Vechin in Yigit and that's the And that's why we have to speak it out. You can't just say Shnei Amar Sadavar. Why not? Because the Nairulisa Sadavar doesn't make a distinction between a passive Kiyam and an active Kiyam. It says that the action didn't happen. But regarding conditions, you can't say that the condition was fulfilled even if I didn't do the action that was necessary for the fulfillment of the condition. Therefore, the proofs, the lengthiness, the Wilson's, the fact that Rebbe has to say it is going on qualifying the type of onus which this is applicable to. So the Vechinim Yigitin is the same way we saw regarding Mazunis, that Mazunis needs that Mazunis needs a passive Kiyamatanai. So and that's the only time it's a case of a passive Kiyamatanai. So, so too, Vechinim Yigitin that there's a case of onus, it's only going when there's a passive kiyamatanai, the same way we found regarding the dinner of Yosef. So the world of Rashi and Tesis are two different planets. Rashi learns the Vechenin and Gitin is that the same way we saw by the dinner of Yosef that a passive kiyamatanai through onus is going to create a ptor, so too a passive kiyamatanai through onus is going to nullify a get. That's, that's Rashi's Vechenin and Gitin. This is The same way we could have said a svaro that even though it was a gosman, it was and they were, the reason they get married was to an onus, you should be chayiv nonetheless, your potter. So too, when it comes to gitin, even though the svaro pshutas like Rabbeinu Hanano, like Lishna Kamo of Tzuvas and Prutzas, nonetheless, there's a din of, of onus by gitin against that, that Hanacha pshuta. And that's the vechini gitin of Tesis. So two totally different planets. When I said I got such a chizik from the Shita because the Shita Pashit, he looked at the Gemara, he asked Kashas, Pshat in the Gemara, the Gemara doesn't make sense, he asked Kashas and the Rishayim, where are they coming from? It was, it was just like the, the, everything that we're doing, everything that we're trying to do together, that you see a Rishan, the Shita was a Rishan, right? You see a Rishan, maybe, maybe it was an Achron, the Gvul, probably an Achron, I dig it back. It was an Achron, but an early Achron. You see him doing this, you do this work, going through it, not not making any assumptions, questioning every point, every nakuda, why does it have to be like this, it's ridiculous, it doesn't make sense. And plugging it in and developing mahalchem here and working it out so that mamish comes out, I got such chizik from this. Fine. Now, that's part number one in Tesis. Part number two in Tesis is Tesis is kashas. He has a Gemara in Misha Achzal that says that even if you say yesh oinus, there's some things which are still considered in this. So it comes out that there's, even Tosa speaks out, there's three different categories of Inus. There's an Inus which is a very big extreme, right? A house falls on a person, a lion eats a person. These are things which never would ever thought of, never would ever met someone that this happened to. They're things which are anomalies, pushed anomalies. Then there are things which are an Onus, but to be expected. For example, high tide. High tide is a tremendous onus. You cannot cross a river during high tide. But you know what's going to happen. There's no surprise here. And then there's a middle category. The middle category is things that are not an anomaly, but not expected either. So, says Tosfus, the whole machlekes between the Lishna Kam and Lishna Basra of Rava does not exist in the first category, in the case of anomalies, in the case of anomalies, even if we hold Eina Ones Begitin, there's no Chshash of Tzuas and Prutzas, since it's so uncommon, no one would ever 
think that such a thing would be a preventative measure for getting remarried or allowing someone to get married, etc. That's something which people don't think about. And therefore, if that happens, yesh onus, onus does exist. Hello. Right? So everyone agrees to onus in that circumstance. In the case of Paskam of Rav, high tide, or something which he should have thought about, he should have known, it's obvious it's going to happen, even if it's a real onus, but it's obvious it's going to happen, there we Paskin ain onus begitten, even if you say, like the opinion, the Lishna Basra, we would still say ain onus begitten there. And the whole Machlikas only exists in between, something which is unexpected, but also not an anomaly. That's the, that's the second half of Tesvas. Now the last point in the sugi that I want to point out is the Ritva, the Ritva I brought for you in source 5. He says that regarding the din mezunus of an arusa, we can derive from this sugiya that the halacha is like the Lishna Kamen of Yosef. That inasmuch as our Gemara keeps referencing like Rashi, that we keep going back to the first din, the Lishna Kamen of Yosef, says the Ritva it must be that the din is like the first Lishna of Rav Yosef. And therefore, we paskin the halacha, claims the ritva, that any din, any time that we have a an inis preventing the knisa, the chuppah, that's going to be considered uh, an inis, which is going to pata from his inis. Very gishmak. So we can paskin that sugya from daf beis, miwakama acher. Very gishmak. So now that we saw this sugya, let's start the next sugya of triachle. So says the Gemara. The whole din of Shaktu was only taught me to kanas ezer ve'elech. Why? Because those basin only sat there sheni v'chamishi. I will kedem to kanas ezra, but in a time period before to kanas ezra, Shabbat edin and kfuun b'chalyim, the basin sits every day. So then, Ishinis is Bechalyim. A lady can get married every day. There's no Takana Shaktul. There's no prevention measures. There's no din of the Mishnah, Basilinisis. Right? A lady can get married any day she wants. Yes, the Gemara, Kudim Takanas Ezra, might have a Hava. You want to talk about a time period before Takanas Ezra? Who cares? It's a history lesson. Talk to Rabbi Dr. Barawine. What's it have to do with us? Answers the Gemara, Hachi Ka'amar. This is what the Gemara meant to say. That if there's Bate Dinim, which are fixed every day, like before Takana says, Rabatinim said every day, then Ishanis is Bukhayim, because a lady can get married any day. Why not? Do you have a claim? Go tomorrow. Ah. I mean, go tomorrow, like on the next day, or go the day after. No worries. Go any day. How could you say get married any day? There has to be a Shaktu. There has to be a Shaktu. In order to have a Shaktu, the earliest thing you made is Revi, so fine, you get Revi, Chamishi, Shishi, whenever you want, but Rishon, Shani, Veshlishi, that's not good, you need a Shaktu. And so the Gemara, no, it's not Shver, you have a Shaktu, why the Triachle? The Triachle, you worked it out. So now, this Gemara we saw before in discussing the Gedar of Rashi and the Mishnah, but let's make a quick review and make a few Ha'aras. Let's start with the first Rashi, Shabbat Edin Nuchun V'chayim, Kalaymar, Meaning to say that all the days are the same. Kasha, what in the world does that mean? What's the kalema? What's Rashi apologizing for? Kalema, shekviyas, what's the kalema? Rashi's upset about something. What is that? Says the Gemara of Ali ben in Shaktu. So I just want to make a ha'ari here. We'll discuss this next week. 
that Vahabain and Shaktu, Rashi says you have to be Tarech Sudash Lashayamim. It sounds to me like from this Rashi, the getter of Shaktu is you have to work for three days. If I worked for three days, I was Makayim Shaktu. What would happen if I worked for two days? I was not Makayim Shaktu. I worked for one day, not Makayim Shaktu. Three days, Makayim Shaktu. That's what I see from this Rashi. We'll discuss it next week in Yat Hashem. The Tvi'achlei, I, so I can marry any day because I have Shoktu, because I have a caterer, it was made for him. Im Torach Efnei Shabbos, if he worked before Shabbos, Vatikin Torach Yisudo, and he made all the necessities for the meal, Kuntza Be'echad B'Shabbos, he can marry her Sunday, or B'Sheni B'Shabbos, or Monday. So we had a diuk here, we discussed before, the Rishash had a diuk, that Bishlama, the Rashi says, you can be Kuntza Be'echad B'Shabbos, fine, that makes sense. The next day you have a claim, you go on Monday morning, based in, but I can marry B'Sheni B'Shabbos. Sheni B'Shabbos? There's no din of basting on Tuesday. Says Rash, this is the Rishash, this is only going in the side that we're talking Kedem Tekanas Ezra, that there was no time that basting was fixed. But, said the Rishash, in a time where basting was fixed, Turiyach lays not a Svara. Why not? Because the whole concept of once we have basting being fixed on Sheni V'Chamishi, then we had to pick a day to get married. So once we picked a day to get married, so we picked a day that works across the board, always. Then we picked Wednesday. I, there's circumstances that you can make out that Monday also fits all the needs. You could work it out. But it always works. Or V always works when it comes to the din of Shoktu and Basulim Nisseis and Tainus Basulim. So here, Rashi's telling us that the whole din of only applies, though, in a time where Tukhanas Ezra didn't apply. But when Tukhanas Ezra applies, and Jani Chamishi is the only time is based on sitting, so then there's no din of There's only one day to get married, that's Wednesday. So now just to go over a few different questions in Pshat, this is here, Sakash and Shemat Dinim. He said, if it used to be the Mason sat every day, how could it be then that Ezra made it to Kana to be Mavatal that? Seemingly, we should want Basin sit more often, not less often. So the Balitisa say two answers. Rabbeinu Tam says that before Takanas Ezra, Basin was never Kavua. Whenever there was a need, though, they would get together, and that can happen any day. And Ezra came along and said that, you know what? We're going to make Basin Kavua. It's only going to be twice a week, but they're always going to be there. We're not going to have to gather anyone together. That's answer number one. The Ri says a different teretz. The Ri says that Beeston was only Kavua every day, but it was only in one city. Ezra came along and said, you know what? In every, even every, 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 every year, every, every year, not just in a main city, there we're going to make Beeston sit, and it's going to be Shani Bechamishi. So we're losing that Beeston sat every day, but we're gaining the fact that they sat less often consistently, but in many more places. And so this addresses this issue. Tesis and Divra Maschil, Isha Nisis is bothered. And how can you say Isha's Nisis Bechol Yim? She should be like an Ammon and get married on Chamishi to Volbashishi because it is Birchas Adam. Tatisa says, Brachel, we're not Kavaya Yim, like we said earlier on Bezaman Aleph. So Brachel is not enough of a reason. Aye, what are you going to say? Shaktu. Tainu, the Shaktu of Almana. The Shaktu of Almana is not relevant because the whole concept of Shaktu of Almana is that he can go back to work. But when it comes to a person who marries a Basula, there anyways is a den of Sheva Brachos. And since there's a den of Sheva Brachos, then he's not able to go to work anyway. Since he can't go to work, then again, we have no preference. He can get married any day. There's no reason why it has to be specifically Chamishi. This last Tosfos, Yakibatadinim, is going to be the most interesting Lididon. This is Akasha, that according to the Ri, you're still not able to get married on Shishi. Why? 
Because Beistin doesn't sit on Shabbos. And since Beistin doesn't sit on Shabbos, granted you can get married any day, but it has to be a day that Beistin can sit. Beistin doesn't sit on Shabbos, you can't get married on Shishi, because if there's Tainas Pasulim, there's no one to make it to on Shabbos morning. Comes along Tesis and says, oh, but nowadays, even though this is reset, we even get married on Shishi. Aye, there's no Beistin. Says Tesis, even if there's not a Beistin, we don't need a Beistin to adjudicate a case. We just need someone to register a claim to. And therefore, we can put together three people, he'll register his complaint Shabbos morning, and the rest of the day we'll take care of it. That was the first claim of Tesis, why it's not a problem even to get married on Shabbos. The second claim of Tesis, how can we get married on Shabbos? So he says, if you were going to learn the together of the Mishnah like Rashi, that the whole reason that we have a Tainas Basulim is to be Mitzia Kol, in order to bring Adim, so there... Says Tesis, Beistin doesn't do that anymore. There's no more concept of being Mitzia cold or trying to find Adim. And since that's true, then we can rely back on the din of Sveik Sveik. It's not a Sveik Sveik Hashem Shadavara. Therefore, there's no Chiv Davara. And therefore, there's no reason to make a Basulim Nesis Theim Revi. There's never going to be a Tainus Basulim because every case of Tainus Basulim is really a Sveik Sveik. And there's no Chiv to be Mavara that Sveik Sveik that we don't do it nowadays. That's of Tesis according to Rashi. So either the initial kasha was that we don't get married on Shabbos, and since we don't get, we can't make a claim on Shabbos, therefore we can get married on Shishi. Says Tesis, you don't have to adjudicate the case, and therefore we can get married on Shishi, just register the claim on Shabbos. Or the whole din of Tainus Basulim doesn't apply nowadays like Rashi. But either way, you see a tension. The tension is that the Gemara says something very straightforward. The Gemara says, Bati din as Tesis, there's no base on, on, on Shabbos. And that being said, then we can go back to Rashi. Rashi says, What's bothering Rashi? It's not true. Base doesn't sit on Shabbos. So what does it mean? Whenever all the days that Base does sit are the same. All the days are the same when Base is able to sit. But Shabbos, Yontif, Base is not able to sit. Then obviously, you can't get married the day before. Seems like Rashi was bothered by the initial question of the Ri, and he's still explaining the Gemara based off that. So it seems according to Rashi that even though Tosa said you can get married on Shishi, it seems according to Rashi that would be a problem. You're not able to get married on Shishi because you can make no claim on Shabbos. So now that that's true, I want to look in a few different Rishonim and see what the halacha is. Uh, what days can we get married, what days can we not get married? I brought for you here a Shilti Giburim. The Shilti Giburim brings Beshem the Rosh that nowadays you're not able to get married on Shabbos. And even though Ba'etzim you could come in Sunday morning and make a claim, the reason you can't get married on Shabbos has actually nothing to do with the problem of making a Tainus Basulim. They should get married on Shabbos. It brings them to Yushalmi is that it seems like it's making a Kinyin B'Shabbos. It seems like it's Mekach Mememchar. It's Nisadar Abbanam. And therefore, because of that mechzi, because it looks like a mechamimchar, Chazal actually answered nesuin when it comes to Shabbos itself. And therefore, he says you have to be very careful that if you get married on Shishi, that you should actually do the yichud and erev Shabbos before it's dark, or else there's going to be a problem of mechzi kekinyan. The Ritva, the Maisa, brings the same Yerushalmi and says the same thing. It's mechzi kekinyan on Shabbos. And then he asks, how can you get married on Chamishi? If you get married on Chamishi, then you have to make a claim on Shishi. And there the Gemara says in, Be- in uh, Beitza that, I'm sorry, not in Beitza, the Gemara says, yeah, Beitza, 
that we don't, we're not done with Shabbos, aware of Shabbos. There's no basin that's just on Erev Shabbos. There, the, the, the answer is the answer is we don't we don't adjudicate a case on Erev Shabbos, but we do Mekabel Tainus, and since Mekabel Tainus, so then. That's not a problem. When we come the tainas, we don't have to pass in the case until later on. That will do even Erev Shabbos. This is another kasha. How can you get, uh, the sorry, is another kasha. How can I get married on Shishi? If I get married on Shishi, when's the first time I can make a claim on Sunday? Sunday. Now we're going to have a real problem. We're going to have a Kredaita. He's not going to make the claim. So they say, no, it's different. Maybe you can actually just consummate the marriage Shabbos day. If you can't make the, Shabbos, the marriage Shabbos day, then to make a claim on Sunday morning, we're not worried about a kredaita. That maybe that's the maybe that's a heter. But the Ritva writes explicitly that nowadays that the minag is that you're makadish erev Shabbos and you're boiled tchila. You can't make the marriage on Shabbos itself. It sounds like he wasn't concerned for this din of mechamemchar. Aye, what's the reason? We should be. So the answer is. Then number one, beast in Skuun Bukhul Yim, so there's no Takan of the Mishnah. And secondly, there's an Inus, there's an Inus Maman. And nowadays everyone's poor. And we want to make sure that they can have Fleshiks for the Shabbos meal as well as Fleshiks for the Hasna. That we can't do a, in any other way except by having the wedding Friday and consuming the marriage on Shabbos. So we have a few different Nukudas that we're bouncing around here. The Maisa, the Shulchan Aruch says, "Is it to be Makadish on Shabbos?" That's a Nuchos Shabbos and Simon Shalamates. The the Ramah says, "What did the Nesuin?" And it's not just an Iser for Kedushin; it's also an Iser for Nesuin. And the reason the Mishnah brings is because of Mechzi Kamecha Memchar. Therefore, he says he has a whole Cheshbon here. You can look inside, but we saw different Mishnahim held different things. So he says that you should make sure that you don't do the Nesuin and Shabbos per se. <coughs> you should do it before Shabbos, after Shabbos. <coughs> but in a case where there's a Hefzid Meruba or a Chashash of embarrassment, a tremendous embarrassment, then you can be Mekel Bidi Eved and even allow for the Nesuin on, on Shabbos itself. All right, that's the Sugiyam Yitachem next week. We're going to start the next sugya, the next sugya of Yarad Vilayavar, Misiyat Deshmaya. Looking forward.